This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I just want to welcome everyone that's just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. This is Alana Oily for you, and I will be your host for the next hour. Today, I have two special ladies in the studio with me. I've got Cezelle de Kock and Rose Ruder, who's Rosemary, eh? Rosemary <laughs> Ruder, who are involved in women's ministry. So Rose is an international speaker and has been in ministry for 35 years. Rose, that's a long time. And has ministered nationally and internationally. She has a prophetic ministry and she is passionate about empowering people to understand their identity in Christ. And Tizal is also part of leadership in GK1 Church. So she is um, one of my colleagues. And she's also a director of the Joseph Movement, which is combating of human trafficking and has been involved in mission work in Africa for the past five years. Um, Cezelle, I know you've been doing a great job there. She's just come back from a mission field. And so welcome, ladies. Thank you. So nice to have you here. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. So, yeah. So, Rose, this is the first time I've spoken to you. I know Cezelle's been here with me before. Don't you just want to share a little bit about yourself, tell the audience who you are, and also about your online ministry called living your best life. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Well, um, first of all, I have three married children and I have seven grandchildren. So that keeps me on my toes. I can imagine. (laughs) Over and above ministry. Um, My husband and I were called into ministry when our children were one, three and five. And as I say, they're all grown up now. And uh, I live in the little seaside town of Fishhook. And as you said, I've been in ministry 35 years. And my real, the gift of my call is the prophetic. Mm. But my passion is woman. I love to see Mm. women come to their release and understand their identity and just pick up their lives and be who they are for Christ. Mm. Who God created them to be. That's awesome. Yes. So uh, for 35 years, we had a physical church. And then with um, with um, COVID and lockdown, and also my husband has passed away four, four years ago. Sure. And so I decided to go and seek the Lord afresh mm. and had to get rid of the mindset that I was going to keep my husband's legacy alive. And the Lord said, what? He has fulfilled his commission. He, he has lived life to the full for me. And I have taken him home now. And so I have something more for you. And I, I got quite a shock when the Lord said, I can look after him, meaning my husband Lionel, mm. better than you can. Wow. Please wow. give him yes. back to me now. Sure. And so the initial letting go of a physical church and stepping out, I had to really be stretched mm. in my identity once again. But I'm loving it. Oh, I think there's such I'm a season it. for mm. everything. Hey? Yes. Your season and your purpose was fulfilled during that time. Absolutely. And God has got something new for you, which you're obviously going to share with us of shortly. Course. Of course. So it's lovely and fresh. 
Tell us about your monthly prophetic meetings in Cape Town um, and how that is involved, because that's obviously the new thing that God has started with you. Well, let me first of all say I've never been a pastor's wife. My husband and I co-pastored, so we alternated. We ran Bible schools, missions into Africa, planted churches in Mozambique and Malawi. I love Rwanda. I've done Mm. two lots of ladies' conferences in Rwanda. And um, and so the change, uh, uh, the the meetings in town started many many years ago, when my husband and I ran um, meetings called School of the Spirit, okay. teaching people from various churches how to move in the Holy Spirit. So now recently, I've converted it to releasing a sound in the city. Amen. Uh, and it's a women's wow. gathering, really. Yes, it's the war of the lion. <laughs> yes. And so whether we're blowing shofars or whether we're ringing bells or whether we're just releasing a sound yes. and preaching the word and prophesying over women, um, I really just see women spearheading the atmosphere of the church. Yes. And Rose, how did it start? What was your initial start in town? How did you end up? The very first town? one I did in St. Andrews for women was called Joy in the City. Oh, wow. And I know the lady minister of the St. Andrews Presbyterian Church. And so wonderful that she's a woman in ministry. Mm. And uh, that church is very historical. And they are the first church that allowed slaves in those days when slaves were not allowed within 10 miles mm. of a church. Wow. They allowed slaves to come and worship. Just, just wow. Rose, if I know Cape Town well, it's not the one next to the gardens, is it? No. Okay. It's just, I, that's the only one I know. It's right okay. on the fan walk okay. down near oh, the wow. waterfront okay. near Somerset Road. And then they built a little schoolhouse there to educate the slaves' children. So it is one of the oldest mm. churches in sure. the city. And it's got a history. And it's got a history. Wow. And when I first started using that building under Natalie Barnard, who is the lady minister there, uh, they were underpinning the fu- physically underpinning the foundation and rehanging the roof, which is a hung ceiling, mm-hmm. but it started to collapse in certain places. And she had this huge board outside under construction, open for worship. Wow, <laughs> it was beautiful, so, so beautiful. <laughs> and so we saw them rehang the doors. They still have the original key for that place. Oh, and wow. so one of the reasons mm-hmm. I meet there is because I believe there's a well of revival. Yes. Wow. Amen. And so we meet there uh, priming the pump. Um, they had a revival in that building. And the revival, the women that were part of that revival are in their late 60s and 70s now. Wow. And when I asked them how, how did the revival begin, they said in the prayer meeting when they were praising the Lord and praying and shaking their tambourines. Wow. And I so said, that's the sound. I said, and I said, interesting. I didn't think of that. So right, Alana. And I said, what was the manifestation? They said, laughter. Wow. <laughs> and they said from that, the they started the attracting the hippies in. Wow. And the hippie revival was there. Oh, wow. And the start of the AOG church sure. started in that building. Oh, wow. And so I believe from Cape Town to my special little place called Grayton, mm. 
and yes, and uh, the Moravian Mission Station, the Genadendal. Mm. When I go there, I can just feel the groundswell of God, mm. the Holy Spirit, sure. and I believe that God wants to use us as mothers, women, uh, uh, corporate, um, in civil s- mm. society. To be firelighters. Mm. Yes. Amen. And I believe that God will blow on the fire of revival mm. that's in us. Mm. And then it's just going to take. Yes. I, I truly believe that God is raising up women in this yes. time like uh-huh. never before. I think women have always had such a, a unique relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And I think that is just to fan that, you know, mm. to fan it all the time mm. and to get people, as you said, women in their calling, yes. in, their, so in their purpose. And I think that is very important. Mm. Um, Cezelle, how did you get involved with Rose and the women's ministry? Um, first of all, I just want to thank you, Alana, and yes. thank Cape Pulpit for allowing us to come and speak um, on the radio station. Mm. Um, we love talking about oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is the son of the living God Amen. and he is faithful. Um, I met Rose, first of all, I met her at a beloved conference, yeah. a meeting where she ministered. And um, after that, uh, I met her again at one of our other friends, Simone mm. Simon, yes. um, at a women's meeting. And one night I was in my house and I have a big area, like a braai area. Mm. And the Lord said, Suzelle, it's time that you need to open these doors again mm. for the women. Mm. They need to come and be restored. Mm. I have something for them. Mm. And yeah. I said, Lord, how are you going to use me? I, mm. I only, I'm, I'm just a wife. Mm-hmm. And a mother, and mm-hmm. but God, if you say yes, Lord, use me. Mm-hmm. God is willing, and He's able to use you in many ways. Mm-hmm. And that morning, I phoned Simon. I said, Simon, let's do a women's thing at my house. And mm-hmm. she said, Yes. I said, Get Rose. And that's how it started. <laughs> yes. And it's so beautiful how God um, brings the people. Yes. Um, I'm also a full-time uh, working mom yes, and an accountant. I just wanted to say, I didn't mention that, <laughs> and but you work too. I don't have so many time to yes. invite people and to make adverts. I, I just have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, you bring these women that you need to restore. This mm-hmm. is your plan, and, and you need to help me to accomplish it. I'm ready. I'm going to serve them. I'm going to open my doors, mm. and you're going to bring them. And one specific woman, she always walks past my house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, each time she walks past my house, mm. she sees the dog, and she greets him. And the one day I went out, and I started to speak to her. And I just said, well, and she asked me, she said, if you ever have something like a Christian meeting mm. or something at your house, please yes. invite me. I said, well, Saturday. <laughs> There's coming a woman here and you need to come. And it's, she invited like many people in the street wow. that she walks with that I don't know. Mm, yeah. And the people just came into my house without invitation. The sure, Lord brought wow. them yes. and, and they were restored and they received so much from the Holy sure. Spirit. And, and that thing that says that we are the potter and we are the clay and he yes. is the pot, you know. He is the one that you don't have to be worried about mm. how, Lord. Just say, mm. yes, Lord, yes. I'm here. That's I'm what gonna I wanted to do say. It. You were just willing. Yes. You know, here I am, Lord, I'll do whatever. 
and God pitched. Yes. And, and you know what's so amazing about that story is that someone walks past your house and they have a knowing. They, yes. Yes. they have a knowing that this woman <laughs> serves God. Yes. You yes. know, even though I know you said there was a cross or something, but yeah. people know, they take note, mm. they yes. watch, they see, and that, is, that was awesome. Sometimes you are the only Bible that someone mm. reads. So, so true. And, and, and you need to live a life. That shows God's mm. love out to others. Mm. Because people are looking, they are searching for the kingdom of God. Yes. They are searching for His love. And it's only His love that can set people free, mm. that can heal the brokenhearted. And, and if you say, Lord, help me to show that love, mm. God is able to do that thing. And that's mm. very true what you're saying. Because you know what? People don't see God. They don't know God. They've never seen Him. They only see God mm. when you speak to them, mm. when you testify, and when your life witness so yes. true. to them. You know, yeah. because that's the only way people come to Christ. So mm. that is so beautiful. Yeah, well, mm. Let your light shine. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let us take a short break and then we can continue in a okay. few minutes. Welcome back. It's Alana Willifier with Body Matters. And today I'm chatting to Rosemary Ruder and Cezalda Cook. And we're talking about women's ministry, impacting women, getting women to, um, you know, step out in the calling that God has for them and just their identity. So, Rose, on that, we just share a little bit about your husband's passing away and how that impacted you. Well, Alana, um, in 2015, the last day of April, I was down at the church building speaking on um, foundational doctrines and where it says go out and lay hands on the sick and mm. it says raise the dead. Sure. sure. So that was my topic. Wow. And when I got home, my husband wasn't looking as bright as normal. I said, how are you doing, my darling? And he said, it took me the whole day to make a cup of coffee, but I didn't think anything of it because mm. our lives were very busy. Got into bed, and when I woke up the next morning, I could see he had had a stroke on the sure. 1st of May, oh, 2015. Sure. It was a, wow. quite a shock. Uh, but my dad had lived with us, and he had had a stroke, and he wasn't very badly affected. So in my lack of knowledge, I thought five days in a hospital, some physio, mm. and he'll be fine. Sure. Uh, it resulted in a huge uh, journey of miracles. Uh, we took him to a government hospital nearby, and on day five, day four, I got a phone call from a friend, in a, a South African that was in Chicago at the time on a sure. medical conference to say, I know Lionel, and I know the prophecies over his life, and I want to move him to hospital year near radio pulpit in the north and uh, please go and get him discharged and mm. we will take him to this private hospital. I said to him, we don't have a medical aid and we don't have this kind of money. And he said, it's kingdom time. Wow. I'm paying for it. Oh, wow. And That's he put a, a half a million rand into sure. the hospital's account. Sure. sure. You're going to make me cry. Oh, I want to cry. Awesome. That, that is, is amazing. So amazing. amazing. Thank oh, you, God Lord. is good. And so he had 18 days in an excellent hospital. And I saw the Lord running in those passages with the staff and got to know this medical staff beautifully and spent more time in their offices praying with them and prophesying over them. Wow. They brought my husband through a stroke, through kidney mm. failure, lots of wow. emergencies. 
And that same man prayed for, paid for my husband to go for eight weeks to a rehabilitation center and put us on a medical aid. Oh, wow. That and is that's so amazing. amazing. Yeah. And I said, God I can so never good. pay you back. And he said, you'll do it for somebody else. It's kingdom time. So my husband recovered very well in the first year, uh, even so much so that he was able to be carried up the stairs in a wheelchair because he was paralyzed on the right side and he'd lost speech and, um, yeah, it, he was right yeah. side damaged. Sure. Sure. And, but we could carry him up mm. in the wheelchair and then he would walk with his stick and he began to preach again. And he managed to preach about 10 messages with wow. me standing in the pulpit with him. That was a wake-up call. Wow. When we were called to ministry together, I thought he does session one and I do session two. But now I had to hold the microphone. I had to see that the, right, the light was right on his laptop and not shining. And if he lost a word, I would have to pick up his message and preach <laughs> until he found his place again. Mm, that's so beautiful. But it was beautiful. Oh, it was yes. really stunning. It, it reminds me, you know, God created a woman mm. to, to help her husband, you exactly. know, and to support him. Yes. And, and that is such a beautiful way of just supporting your so husband. publicly. Mm. Yes. yes. And my husband would say, turn to Leviticus and, and then want me to read the scripture. <laughs> and then I would boldly say, if anybody gets to Leviticus before me, please go ahead <laughs> and read. Because I'm yes. in the index thinking, where on earth is Leviticus? Yes. And, uh, and I just felt the Lord say, teach me to stand in my circumstances confidently mm. and relaxed. Amen. Amen. And that the less we do, the more he can do yes. by the Holy Spirit. Wow. Then 2017, he had a very big heart attack and so that amplified things. And so I looked after him for three and a half years, changing oh, nappies, no. dressing him, walking him to the car. He never drove again, taking him places. Took me an hour to get him ready. And we arrive at church and everybody goes, gosh, you two look marvelous. <laughs> and they don't know behind yes. the scenes, the whole dress <laughs> rehearsal to get oh. there. And then on the 25th of October 2018, which was just the other day now, mm -hmm. is four years that oh, he's gone to be with the sure. Lord. And in that time, God, in the beginning, um, grief is very difficult. Mm. You know, there's denial, there's anger, there's bargaining, there's surrender and acceptance. Mm. I've come to the acceptance now sure. that I will see him again. How yes. amazing yes. is that? Yes. And that he's in a better place and he's mm. with the cloud of witnesses. And this is my preacher's license. I think he's in the library of heaven, <laughs> researching yes. documents because that's what he was. Yes. Yeah. Wow. He was a professor and a doctor in um, biblical studies and biblical counseling, mm. man with a huge brain. I miss the thing I miss the most is at night when we put the light off, he would pray for me and for him. Yes. Oh, that is awesome. That I miss. Mm. Um, but God's moved me on. Mm. and uh, Greatest things are happening. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's time to shine. And, <laughs> and there's life after loss. Yes. yes. I think, you know, I've met so many women during this COVID period mm. that have lost their loved yes. ones. 
And they need to hear this message of hope yes. that there is life after this. Mm. Yes. There is a new excitement that God can mm. raise up mm. and God can use you even though you've lost, you know, yes. your part in life. Yes. God can still be your husband Absolutely. and be your maker, you know, yeah. in that. And it's, it's such a beautiful yes. story about and, and that, how God yeah. helps. That reminds me of Isaiah 54. You know that scripture. Yes. I'm sure you received that scripture many, many times, times. Where the Lord says, and I will be your husband. That's right. Yes. So that is amazing. In I, the beginning, I tried to deny that I was widowed. I'd say I'm single. But until the Lord pointed out mm-hmm. how he looks after the widow. Oh, yes, oh. he does. And I said, Lord, I, I embrace that. Yes. yes. That God has got a special place for yes. the widows and yes. the orphans. Yes, and the orphans. And that is amazing because he steps in and he, and he becomes your husband. Absolutely. And I think it must be the process for you. Obviously, you've been through many phases, like you mm. said. Mm. What would you say would be like the biggest was it time that you would say made you feel like you could overcome or was it just a point or a decision? And I just, I'm asking because I know there's so many people that might be going through yes. grieving and, and they're not sure yes. when will this all come to an end? You know, what was the changing point I for you? I think personality-wise, our coping mechanism is to fight with yes. our mouths, to freeze or mm. flight. Yes. And mine was flight. So whenever I couldn't cope, I'd mm. either go to Grayton or to Stellenbosch okay. and hire that, hire that accommodation, lie in that bath, put on pajamas, sleep mm. and be fed. <laughs> sure. And in that time, the Lord would always visit me. Mm. I remember one day um, I said to the Lord, who am I now? Mm. And the Lord said to me, you're not your maiden name. You're not your married name. You're not even your mother's maiden name. Stop priding yourself on these things. You're mine. And he said, I'm taking all these man-made jokes off of you, of uh, man's identity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then he said, come with me. And the next minute, in an open vision, I was in a garden sitting on a swing, a little wooden swing with, you know, ropes. ropes. And the Lord himself comes walking with this huge grin on his face. And and I said, where am I, Lord? And he said, you're in the garden that I planted in Eden, which is a garden of fellowship. We created for Mm. fellowship with him. And he came around the back of the swing, and he didn't politely... Uh, push on the little wooden swing. He pushed into my back with his hands. Wow. And the momentum just got more. And he said, from this day, I, I'm changing your rhythm. Wow. And so it was encounters like that mm. where the word says the Holy Spirit is a comforter, mm. but he cannot comfort if you don't open your heart. Mm. That's true. And so I had to get away from my... Um, my identity as a minister, as a prophet, as somebody in society, and go to that heart space yes. all alone mm. and was, cry. And mm. that was nothing. It had nothing to do with works. It had nothing to nothing. do with your identity no. in anything that God or your gift. It, it was, was his kindness. God. God's kindness. Oh. I also you. love, um, <laughs> I, I listen to Rose yes. a lot online, and I love the one that, God said, you're my little one. Yes, come my little one. Yes, and and how God, you know, he restores. Yes. Mm. You know, I met my husband when I was 16. 
I was married by the age of 90. Wow. So for 16 years, well, maybe I should say 19 years, I was under my father's roof. And then I was under my husband's covering. Aww. And so in this time, I'm finding little Rose. Yes. That yes. never really had a t- chance to develop as a little girl because mm. my background was quite difficult. Mm. I was the shyest girl at school, sat behind wow. the biggest boy. I couldn't even do an oral. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and now you're speaking internationally. And, and what comes to my mind is, is that, and I know, as we said, your ministry is identity, helping women yes. find their identity. But it's almost as if the grieving, from what I can hear, has caused you mm. to find your identity Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. That is amazing. Yes. Um, Rose, if you had to encourage the listeners out there or give them a word of hope or yes. encouragement that you feel is a now word or something on your heart, what would that be? Well, I love this uh, scripture, Ephesians 1 from verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has mm. blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. And so I just see so much in this scripture. Mm. Right in the beginning, I just see God chose us. Yes. Yes. That we always say, and then I came to know the Lord. No, no, no. He chased us down. He (laughs) hunted us out and threw his blessing on us. Yes, and that's so funny because the scripture I got this morning is I, and I I didn't, what, you didn't choose me, I chose you. Exactly. I'm going to to be fruit. Yeah, it's 1 Peter 2. This is nice. That's the one I got It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Awesome. So that's another one. It's not the same one. I think your one's in John 16, isn't it? Yes, it says where I've called you. You haven't haven't chosen me. I've chosen you so that you may bear fruit. And so that you may, whatever, so that you may, whatever you ask me, I will give it to you. Something like that. It's a wonderful scripture. It's beautiful. Because that bearing fruit actually comes through the pressure that you go through. You learn patience. You learn grace. And it's not like a lesson. Inside of you, the release of God. my whole purpose now is to mm. serve, mm. Yes. to serve the body, to serve women, to serve community, not to build something with a name on it, Mm-mm. but to be a servant of Christ, mm. yeah. to be a mother, to be an older woman instructing yes, the younger. That's true. Le- giving them a shortcut that they don't have to go through the yuck and druk of life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all the downfalls and the pitfalls. So yes. I had to accept that I'm a widow. I have to accept that I'm an older woman. In fact, this is my birthday month and I'm going to be 67. Oh, wow. And look, when is I your birthday? Wanted, 18th. I oh, just wow. want to tell you, listeners, Rose looks amazing. <laughs> I would never have said that. <laughs> yes, and so I think my purpose now is to be a mom, mm. 
to be an apostolic mom mm. to to whoever will have. You see, apostles aren't called to the world. They're mm. called to a certain audience. Yes. So for those that receive the evangel, the message, the commission from my mouth, I want to just be that apostolic mom. Mm. And that's wonderful because the apostles are the least. Yes. They're in the foundation. They're yeah. regarded as the dung. Oh, shame. <laughs> well, they are so precious. So that's a wonderful call to yes. lay down. Jesus laid down his life for me. Mm. And I want to carry his cross and lay down my life for him now. It also reminds you know, Jesus is such a great leader. What did he do? He went to wash the feet of yeah. his disciples. Mm. And that is just a principle of serving. Yeah. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Do we have another few minutes? Yes, we can chat. You can. I want you've to, got some time. You can share more. I want work. to tell you that I once had a dream that I landed a job that I didn't apply for. I mean, wow. how amazing is that? That is awesome. And um, I had this in my tummy, in my belly, in the dream, that I landed a job that I didn't apply for. And the reason I took it was the people on the street were all cheering because I found this magnificent job that I didn't apply sure. for. And I was aware that the benefits were so huge. So I wow. said, okay. In my inner being, I'm going to take this. The benefits are amazing. Mm. And then this beautiful man came walking next to me, beautiful as in light. Yes. And he tried to scoop me up. And I did the typical female thing. I pushed my weight down onto my feet and said, no, 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 I'm too heavy. But he scooped me up onto his shoulders. And wow. as he did, I knew it was the Lord. Oh. Sure. And the reality that I didn't have to lead, that I was being carried, mm. that I didn't have to decide what nations to go to, or do I pay the ticket and they reimburse me, or do they pay the ticket? I was aware wherever he goes, I go with him, and he is the one that leads. Yes. Oh. And, um, and the dream ended. And a, f a month or two later, my husband was ministering and he used that scripture, for unto us a child is born and a son is given yeah. and the government of God shall be upon his shoulders. Wow. Mighty wow. God, Prince of Peace, wonderful counselor. And, and the Holy Spirit said, did you get it? I said, <laughs> what? He said, my church, my people are on the shoulders of the wow. Lord. Oh, wow. And, that's, and when, when you said that, yes. also, the, the scripture that came to mind was that, you, you know, when you, the Lord says, my burden is light. Yes. And you were saying, I'm heavy. Yes. And you were saying, get onto my shoulders because God light. says his shoulders, his, his burden is light. Yes. So when we step into what God wants to, mm. us to step into, the burden is light, right. mm. you know, it's, it's, it's almost uh, effortless. It's effortless. It's effortless. Yeah. And, and if you think that the key of David was on the shoulder, mm. everything about the shoulder speaks about authority. Sure. And so when he put me on his shoulders, he was the one that went, but I went in his authority Amen. because it was on the shoulders yes. with the key of David. Yes. And so you could just unpack it, you know, yes. there's just so, so much. so much that you can actually yes. Yes. So find so, so while my husband was in the last throes of his last 18 days was in the hospital at Christian Barnard in the city of Cape Town, and the Lord said to me when he goes, because my husband knew he was going, and he said when he goes, you will come into that job 
<laughs> that uh, that position that uh, you didn't apply for. Wow. It's wow. me and you, Rose. It's wow. me and you. And I said, yes, Lord. Sure. I'll be free to go wherever you want me to go mm-hmm. now, which was wonderful. Thank I you. also want to say for the listeners that, first of all, we're chosen. Then mm-hmm. secondly, we're adopted, mm-hmm. where it says adopted as sons and daughters by Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? And then to the praise of the glory of the grace by which he has made us accepted. So we are chosen, we are adopted, mm. and we are accepted. And then in verse 9 of this piece that I was reading, Ephesians 1, verse 9, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposes in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth in him. And so we can see there that there's a fullness of time. Mm, yes. And I feel that the body of Christ has stepped into that fullness of time mm. where there's a, an eclipse between heaven and earth, wow. where we're having more and more visitations from the Lord, mm. that when we silence ourselves and listen to God, he speaks. Yes, there's okay. never a time he's not speaking. Yes. We just need to get quiet long enough for him to speak to us. And so your hope um, for the listener is that we have an inheritance. Verse 11 says, "In in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praise of his glory. Amen. And so we're not just working nebulously. We have an inheritance in Christ. Mm. We carry his glory. We never, ever have to be an apology. You know, if you think I was the shyest girl at school, whether it's 7,000 in Rwanda that came every day for a week, or whether it's three ladies in a home, there's no apology. Mm. This is my inheritance. How great is our God. God. I love it now. I love it. And to think, you know, God uses us in our own weaknesses. You know, you said you were so shy. And, Uh. you know, where we, in our own strength, we cannot do anything. You know, without God, we're nothing. But the minute we just surrender and we say, God, here I am. Yes. God can use us in yes. our, in like you said, he's the potter. Yes. You know, we are the clay, you know, just he, all he wants to know is that we are pliable. Make mm. me and mold me. Yes, pliable. <laughs> Let me oh, finish awesome. this last piece of the word that I wanted to bring. Verse 18. No, you need to know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power in Christ? Mm. We, wow. are, we are a hopeful people. We yes. never, ever are without hope because it's all about him. Yes. It's all about he him. He is our hope. He is the I door of hope. I just want to say, I think you've got the greatest job. <laughs> <laughs> I agree completely. I concur. <laughs> I want that one too. <laughs> Come ride with me, says the Lord. Oh, it's beautiful. Up at Cezal, I think you're already stepping into into your calling 
and just being there and doing what you're doing already, I think that's amazing. Mm. But let's take a short break and we'll chat again in a few minutes. Mm. Welcome back to Body Matters. It's Alana Willifier. I'm chatting to Rose Rueda and Cezalda Cock, who is busy with women's ministry. And yes, they have got some fantastic events coming up mm. in the future, which we're going to chat about in a few minutes. So if you want to get a pen and paper ready, we're going to give out some details. But we've got so much more to discuss. So Rose, mm. tell us a little bit about Is Your Door Open? Yes. Is there an open door? Oh, that really excites me. <laughs> Because it's been years and years and years while we were building this constituted church that the Lord started to lead my husband and I, to my late husband and I, to deregulate church. Now, there must be some listeners out there yeah. that are saying, oh, my gosh, what is this yes. woman on about? <laughs> so the first thing the Lord said to us that we must change our, our and it's this, what I'm telling you is leading somewhere, uh, change membership to an information um, an information form okay. more than membership because he showed us a picture of a baby in a womb and he said, did the little finger ask, can I be part of the hand? Mm, oh, yeah. so, or did the hand say, is it okay if I'm part of the lower arm? And he said, a body is a body because it's a body. It doesn't get permission. Mm. And so when you come to know Jesus, you are part of the body and the yes. family of God. That is so true. God's been hey? talking to me about that. Yeah. So, really? yes, it's been a revelation. So awesome. <clears throat> and so that was the first thing we took away was the prescriptive form where you committed to be part of this body and you must attend the home cell. Yes. Otherwise you don't get help, etc. Then a few weeks later, the Lord started speaking to us about the spirit of generosity and that tithing can be very prescriptive and yes. that people feel bad because they can't give 10%. But mm -hmm. what is 10% today? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of 10,000 rand, it's 1,000 rand. You know, It's yeah. not a lot of money. And so we deregulated that and said, we don't have that kind of pressure on you. Mm -hmm. Just give from a giving heart. Yes. Aww. But I think that scripture does say give. It does. Yeah. Not give under whatever, compulsion. Yes, whatever God lays on your yes. heart. And then the one Sunday, God was so being, causing me to be adventurous. Mm -hmm. He said to me, I want you to speak on... Um, we all eat the same cake. I mean, what a title. Yeah, yeah. Sounds and interesting. I, I went to the local uh, shop and I brought uh, three big cakes and uh, Black Forest, because oh, that's wow. my favorite. Mm. And the Lord, I started to demonstrate this. We set up a communion table with cake okay. and how we normally have the best portion with the cream and yes. the caramel in the middle for the leaders and then it filters down to the people the structure mm. and then and then um, the Lord was speaking to me about being servant Lionel and I must become servant leaders sure. that we must serve amongst the people mm. and so we all came and ate of the same cake allowed them to eat from the very middle with the spoon if they wanted to. Oh, wow. wow. And so that we are all feasting at the same table. Mm. Mm. So this all was happening. And then the next month, the Lord said to me, get everybody to write their name on the door of the church. We had a wooden door at the back okay. with permanent marker. I went, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I said, please come and write your name on the door to say that you are committing to be in time uh, you're committing to be part of an end-time people. 
Wow. Not putting your name for my church name, mm-hmm. Word of Life, but you are committing to be part of an end time people. They sobbed oh. writing their mm-hmm. names on that door. And then I'm getting to where we wanted to go mm-hmm. about the open door. The last meeting, unbeknown, we dedicated our lives back to Jesus and then COVID. So we gave the church back to Jesus. We gave the people back to Jesus and COVID came and the door shut. Wow. And then the Lord started speaking to us that the end time revival is going to be fires in the individual homes where the man is the priest. Yes. Where... The husband does the devotions. The yeah. Husband and wife. But what I'm saying is, it's not. It decentralizes it mm-hmm. from a church building yes. to it being you and your house. Yes. As for me and my house, yes, we, we will serve the Lord. Lord. And so this is how these firehouses began. So I have now about five or six wow. where I get invited. And so just the other day, I was at a friend's house, and seven ladies came. Because she advertised, my house is an open door. Oh, wow. wow. Two were from Zimbabwe, and a whole lot of them are in this phenomena that the whole of the north is moving to the south. They were women that relocated from Natal and from Pretoria, not knowing why. God said, pack now and go to Cape Town. And I was able to unpack to them the fire prophecies Mm. and the open houses and the fire houses and how God is bringing the church back to himself. And then he will blow and those little houses become the church of Cape Town or the church church of the nation of South Africa. He's not coming back for a denomination. He's coming back for a nation. Mm. And tell me, Rose, just on that topic of the houses, I I don't know, I'm just confirming, we are in the end times. We definitely are. And I don't know how long the physical building of a church Mm. will still be longer in existence as we Mm. go Mm. into deeper into it. And for me, I believe that this is a season for those open doors, for house churches. Yes. Because I believe there's going to be a time when we are not going to be able to gather. Exactly. And we're going to have to gather Mm. in churches like you said and I feel like God is establishing that and even through the whole COVID Mm. I have a sense that that's where we're moving towards. I believe that. Mm. want to to feel that that's what I feel. And and it's also like a family that comes together you know eat together, pray together, anoint each other together Mm. and and carry each other's burdens you know Mm. and bring it to the cross. Um, that makes it is like intimate. It makes it so special. intimate. Yes. Yeah. There are a lot of dream thieves that uh, stop us um, stepping out mm. in adventure. One of it is that we need to realize that our, each of us, our call is unique. Yes. We're not carbon copies. No. We're not all little fingers. Mm. We're not all ears. We need to be who God has called us to be. We're not a carbon copy. And I want to say very clearly, I'm not anti-church. I'm just, I am a 
uh, builder of church in various forms. Yes. Yes, so I see the church more than just in one format. Yes. My husband did a study. There's 14 different ways to do a service. But we <laughs> stick to the same two yeah. worship songs, the offering, a message, yes. and goodbye, see you next week. Yeah. And there's so many ways to worship God. And so I do have a lot of people trying to join my online called Living Your Best Life. Mm. And saying, well, I want to be a member of Living Your Best Life and I want to tithe to you. And I'm going, no, no, hang on a minute. I'm a kingdom ministry. But if you need to be part of a place of house of fellowship, then you still need to be committed to where you are. There's place for for temple and house to house. When Jesus was here, he went to the temple Mm. and they also met house to house. And conferencing, they're both important. Just my part has changed for now. And I'm loving that. I still minister in churches. And my job there is to encourage the leaders. And and God is a God of diversity. He uses different means and ways. You you will find people will go to local church, but there will be people that will find God in a and a house, and a house setting, setting. Yes. and so God caters for everyone. It's yes. not, nothing is right because we are the body of Christ. We are the church. It's yes. not confined to a building no. or a house or, or anything. A it's no. God's kingdom, and it's advancing yes. all the time. It's yes. growing. Oh. You know, we're in an ever-increasing kingdom. Yes, yes. I think the one of the biggest stumbling blocks of looks like we've stepped away Mm. is people ask about covering. Where's your covering? Mm. Well, I believe that covering is through trusted mentors and friends and advisors. Mm. That covering is relational. Mm. Yes. It mustn't be a piece of paper of an organization maybe in America, but it has to be relational Mm. so that if you see me cursing my neighbor and you're my friend, and we're in a covenant relationship, you'll say, Rose, that's not the way to yes. go. And so um, I relate to other leaders across the city. Mm. Um, and, and they need to be able to speak into your life. Exactly. You need to be able mm. to understand where they are coming from and, yes. and yes. to accept if they correct you or help yes. you. And, and oh, it's very important that's that word mentor- says, yeah. mentorship. Yeah. His counsel, um, yes. his wisdom in the counsel of men. Yes. 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 And you know that as this just evolves more and more, you will see the fivefold ministry becoming city eldership. Um, yes. City wow. elders, city deacons, and they will police the gates of our cities of what comes in. Wow. Mm. And they get great authority to say, mm. we will not allow this mm. in our city. And so it's not getting smaller. Yes. It's the church of Jesus Christ and the rulership of Christ in us getting bigger. Yes. It's awesome. It's it a, it's a, we're living in the most exciting time <laughs> yeah. ever. No, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Rose, for sharing a bit oh, about that. And, and Suzelle, just tell us a little bit more about the event. Okay, so you've got a ladies' event in Hansby. That's on the 12th of November. And the Lord had given you a specific word. Mm. Also for that ladies' ministry. So do you want to share a little bit yeah. about what we God are, said on your we heart? We are very excited about what God is doing. Even in our in our own lives, we are amazed about His goodness and His faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Whenever we think, um, you know, what happened now, Lord? The Lord just opened another door. 
Yes. <laughs> and like in September, the Lord gave me a vision of how he's going to give his people, not just women, but men as well, how he's going to give them new crowns. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give them his identity mm-hmm. in Christ. And that is actually what we were speaking about mm-hmm. the whole yes. time. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw how God's hands is just reaching out to these people and giving them, mm-hmm. say, you are mine and mm-hmm. I have called you. And we had a, a meeting, uh, a conference on, in September, and something happened, and it was canceled. And I said, Lord, now what now? Mm-hmm. Was I just imagining this or what? And the Lord said, don't worry, it's coming. Yeah. And um, as I was praying about it, the Lord sent my aunt. She is a pastor at the Aches in Hansby. And she said, Suzelle, I see what you guys are doing for the women on Facebook. Would you like to come to Hansby? I said, yes, no problem. Mm. I will speak yes. to Rose. And mm. that is how it started. Mm. And we haven't actually advertised it. And, no. this, <laughs> and this morning she phoned me and said, Suzelle, a hundred women wow. already registered. And I just looked at myself in the mirror and I said, wow, God, mm, you're yes. amazing. Mm. It's wonderful. I always prayed. I said, Lord, let me live by faith. Yes. But I know that all, God always comes through at 99.9% with me. So I said, Lord, yes. just, just come a little bit earlier mm. through. <laughs> but God said, you must trust me. Yes. And, and, and by faith, um, it, um, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. You don't always see it, but you must trust yes. God that it is happening. Yeah. So I just want to tell a little bit about um, the Lord showed me different crowns, mm. crowns of righteousness, mm. and how these women need to come into right standing with God. Mm. But many times it is unforgiveness in their heart mm. that stopped them and offense that make them not to receive what God yes. wants to give them. Yeah. And one thing I've learned about Joyce Meyer, she says that unforgiveness is like making poison for that person by drinking it to yourself. Yes. Yeah. And and God really wants to to break that yes. yoke, you know, to, on that people's life. Mm-hmm. He wants to say, forgive. I can give you a new life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can give you new hope. Mm-hmm. And, and another crown that, that I saw is the crown of joy. You know, so many women go through life without joy. Mm-hmm. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, totally. And, and to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, this is a new day. I want mm-hmm. to rejoice in it. Mm-hmm. I know that you have a plan for me. I know that you yes. have a hope for me. I know that I can do this if you are on my side. Mm-hmm. And um, the one he also said to me is a crown of peace. You know, mm-hmm. is, is to 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 be able not to be anxious yes. about mm-hmm. what is going around you. He yes. says, in all things, when you are anxious, pray unto mm-hmm. me, and I will bring you peace. Mm-hmm. And peace. That is above understanding. Yeah, that is a different peace. Mm. Yes. God yeah, wants that peace to, is from God. Yeah. Yeah. And that mm. is called shalom peace that yes. God wants to release. Knowing that my life is in the hands of God. Yes. And he will make a way. Even if I only have two years to live, in that two years, God will make a way mm. for mm. me. And, 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 and to know that God is um, an Afrikaans, is it? I as in beer, he's he's control, got he's control. got this for he's you. Got it, yes. He's got this for you, and I just want to read um, John seven verses 
37 to 39, it says, On the last day and the great day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture said, rivers of living waters will flow from within them. By this he meant the spirit whom those believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. Mm. And we are going to glorify Jesus Christ. Um, uh, This Saturday, I was at another women's meeting and um, the dancers just came to speak to me. And I said, don't you want to come and join us in Hansby? And they phoned me. Mm. They're coming. They're standing up at six o'clock in the morning and they're going to be there. So I'm just going to give you some notes about if you are in the Hansby, Overberg area, Mm. you are invited Mm. and you're welcome to come. It's on the 12th of November. Mm. It's at the AGS Hansby and Bidding Centrum. It starts at 9.30 to register and then Attend the meeting is starting. If you want to contact someone, you can contact Beryl Kutzer. Her number is 076-956-2957 or Mariette Zili 082-336-1559. They are the ones that organize everything and doing it on that side for us. We are just going there to release God's glory and telling them that Jesus Christ is alive and He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Well, Rose and Suzelle, I know that God is going to take that place by storm, and I know that God is going to restore, is going to save, heal, Mm. and deliver, Mm. and I know the presence of God will break the yoke Amen. of people. Amen. And so, unfortunately, we're almost at the end of the program. Amen. So, Suzelle, would you end off? Yes. Just praying for the listeners you, today, Father. please. Um, I'm, I'm always so privileged to be an instrument of the mm. King of Kings. Yes. You know, Moses asked God, I said, who, e- who are you, Lord? Yeah. And God said, I am. I am. Yeah. I am. Amen. And today I want to encourage the listeners that is listening to this message, if you are lost, if you are hurt, there is hope Mm. on the other side. Mm. There is a healer that can heal you. And he is more than able. He Mm. is the great I am. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Mm. And I want to take this opportunity, if you don't know Jesus Christ, yes, Today is a day of salvation. Mm. And I'm going to pray the prayer of salvation and Mm. pray it after me where you're on your car, Mm. where you're at your house. God sees you Mm. and he hears your prayers Mm. and he knows the tears that run down your face. Mm. He loves you. Mm. So I'm going to pray. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary for us. Thank you for shedding your blood so that we can live again. Mm. Lord, today I take the decision to accept you as my Lord, as my King, and as my Savior. Mm. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I'm sorry, Lord. I repent. Forgive me. Give me a new life in you. Mm. 
And Lord, I pray right now for every listener that listens to this message. I pray that you will touch their hearts, that through this message you will bring hope and glory, Lord, into their lives. And thank you for the opportunity to spread your word into all the kingdom, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Suzelle. And if you've prayed this prayer with Suzelle, I just want to say you are part of God's family. Believe Amen. it. And your life will never be the same yeah. again. God is able to do um, exceedingly abundantly above. more than you can ask for yes. in Jesus' name. I also just want to say that if God can do it for us, He can do it for anyone. God is not a respecter of person. Quite right. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. And every hair upon your head, he knew about. And and he is totally in love with his children and waiting for them. Yes. Amen. Amen. Unfortunately, it's the end, Rose. Hazel, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for sharing. Thank Thank you you for sharing your heart. I know this message has touched people, and I know that this event is going to be amazing. So please join if you want to. Um, You can go on uh, on our um, podcast and listen again if you want to get the details. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much, and we will meet again next Saturday at the same time. Have a beautiful week from me, Alana Willifee. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.